Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. See the lights go out on Broadway. Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. It's a rare Billy Joel rejoin from Al Dukes, who does not like Billy Joel. I believe wasn't that one of the five things that you did not uh, like about Long Island at the Paramount, or one of the things you were thinking about putting yeah, no, on the list? Yeah, no, it didn't make the list. It did. Make the list. It didn't make the list. I got edited it out instead, like focused on serial killers and hookers. Yes, and hookers. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do remember that. And uh, Billy Joel with that new song coming out. I guess we're going to be able to play a uh, portion of that at some point when it comes out. We're going to be debuting it to New York, I guess. Or February like 1st, yeah. February 1st. Uh, very good. Uh, did you run into Taylor Swift? You were talking about hoping yeah, to get I, a I, selfie with her. I tried. I almost got I almost got to her. But they, they after the whole makeout session and everything with her and Travis, she ended up getting out of there. <laughs> So, I mean, and we couldn't show enough of it, so it was great. Yeah, no, Phil had to stop what he was talking about with the game and address it. And I'm so, sure someone in his ear was saying, talk about Taylor, talk about Taylor, because he was right talking about some sort of zone defense, something <laughs> or other, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, well, there he is. Victor gets the spoils. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, so none of Actually, that. one of the funniest things yesterday is when J.J. asked Phil if he was able to breathe over there with that tourni- tourniquet around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but I, it was did, I did not see that. No, oh, so funny. And by, you went turtleneck there too for the first well, time. Well, we all did, yeah. Oh, oh, my turtleneck. Yeah, the three guys on the right. Oh, we all showed up with white turtlenecks. White turtlenecks. Yeah, I don't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> I mean, it's very distinct the left side of the yes. set and the right side of the set. Yes. Um, so I also saw Jim Harbaugh was there and uh, he was up on the set. You weren't part of the group that was interviewing him because you and Phil were out in the crowd and doing that whole thing, that eye vision thing. But. Did you get a chance to see the new head coach of the uh, Chargers? I did. I did. I saw him on the sideline, and I just, I didn't realize, like, he stayed there a long time, and his dad was there, of course, mm-hmm. and they were all on the sideline. And I did bump into Jim, and I said, hey, congratulations. I'm sure you're really happy. And, you know, he's, I think he's a little conflicted, obviously, but I think he's happy that he's going back to L.A. and all this other stuff. But um, he goes, hey, you know what? I always catch your sports minutes, man. I drop my kids off at school, and I always catch a couple of your sports minutes. I'm like, did you catch the one where I just ripped you last week? <laughs> he said, no. I said, okay, I'll send it to you. And uh, he goes, I, it's all good. I get it. You know, I That's know. funny. So he's listening to sports talk drops out there. His kid, drops his kids off at school, and he, and he catches it on whatever uh, station in Ann Arbor that he listens to. That is unbelievable. I wonder if he listens to any of the CBS Sports Radio shows out there, too. Like, he's like, hey, say hi to Amy Lawrence. You no, get a chance. Didn't say that. Nope. So, <laughs> so that happened. And yeah. then we had another really, really ten, 
tense situation. Tense situation? Very tense, yes. At the stadium? No, it was at the, the uh, Baltimore train station when we were coming back. So, so this is why you got to stay away from trains, No, man. I love, you know, the Acela going down was great. It was, yeah. it wasn't packed. It was nice. It was, mm-hmm. you know, I watched the entire Nick game going down. Nice. And unfortunately for Julius Randle, you know, boy, I hope that's not too bad. Hopefully he can make it make it back sometime this season. We'll no, see. I think he will. I hope so. We'll have to determine whether or not it's going to be surgery, but he'll have to rehab. And maybe maybe he gets back. I was just getting some texts from a couple of uh, doctor friends of mine, and they're saying as long as he didn't have to have surgery, he, he should be able to make it back. But anyway, we get to the train station after the game, and we're on the 752 Acela coming back home. Okay. And, you know, there are tons of Baltimore Raven fans in the train station because, you know, obviously instead of driving to the stadium, they can take the train and they can go either south or north depending on where they live. And, I mean, the place is packed. So let me just, so quickly, to set the scene, there's Ravens fans that are, lots of them are drunk, lots of them are angry. And it's it's you and who else with you? All right, Coach Cower and Nate. So okay. it's the three of us. And there are other CBS people that are in the train station with us. We just don't know where everybody's sitting. Okay. So as we get into the train station, I said, oh, Jesus. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a pain in the ass. Well, you should have had the foresight to think that, right? Well, I, I was thinking, yeah, of course I was thinking about it. But, you know, so I select an area to the right where we can sit and we can just kind of like just be off to ourselves. Yeah. But it's still in the middle of this public train station. Mm-hmm. And so I sit down, coach sits down, and then Nate sits down. And to my right was a very nice couple. One of the guys is an analytic guy for the Giants. Oh, nice. Really nice guy. And we were just talking a little bit about, you know, and making fun of analytics and emotions and all that other stuff. And, you know, he's a very, very nice young man. And he had a very nice, I think it was either his wife or girlfriend with him. And so we were chatting it up a little bit, and I take out my iPad, and I want to watch the, the 49ers mm-hmm. and the Lions. So I got it on my uh, on my lap, and I'm sitting there. And you could tell that people are starting to recognize that we're there. There's a buzz now. Right. Now, I, I have a hat on, and uh, Coach Cower is sitting there and you know, in all his glory. And Nate's got his outfit on that he wore, you know, on the, on the set, sure. which is very loud and, and, and abrupt. <laughs> so... He decides to get up and go to the bathroom. A couple people come over, pleasantries, hello, nice yeah. to see you. And by the way, the Raven fans couldn't have been any nicer at the stadium and even in, in this situation for the most part. Yeah. Except for one total asswipe douchebag. Mm. Uh, as we are sitting there, this guy decides to come over and say, hey, you know, nice to meet you guys. Good to see you. You know, I'm trying to watch the game here. Mm-hmm. Coach is trying to watch the game. Nate's off to the bathroom. And uh, we say, fine, you know, see you later. So he walks back, sits down right across from us. He's looking right at us. And then he decides that he's going to come over and he's going to talk to us about how the NFL is rigged. Oh, God. And how, and how, uh, and, he's, and he's using very colorful language. And, and I'm just sitting there. And I said to the guy that's sitting next to me, the giant guy, I said, look, do you see what's happening here? Do you see this guy? talking and i'm not really looking at him i'm not i'm not acknowledging him but coach decides that to get into some sort of discussion with oh, him no sort of why, why? And, and i'm like i'm still and, and coach is awesome right because he but he'll defend the nfl like i don't want to hear this crap from some drunk ass 
fan who just lost a bet. Don't you be peeing on the shield. Right, exactly. So, I, and I understand, and I know Coach the Hall of Famer, and he will, he will die with that shield, as I will, but maybe not as intense as him. So they're kind of like in this conversation. I got my head down, I'm watching the game, and I look over at the guy sitting next to me. I said, do you see what's going on here? And he goes, yeah. I said, are you aware? You're not drunk, right? No, he's not. Are you aware of, like, what may happen here in a second? And he's like, yes. And I said, did, did we do anything to incite this guy? Did we do anything to even bring this guy over here to have him talking to my friend, Coach Cower, this way? Mm-hmm. And he goes, no. I said, well, listen, if he gets any closer, I may have to get up and effing smash this guy right in the face. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm like pissed off now. I'm right. like, I'm trying to watch the goddamn game. This idiot screaming about how the NFL's rigged and it's all this, that, and the other thing. And he's using this f bomb, this f bomb, oh. that. And I'm like, what? Now let, let me ask you because because this is where I feel like it it could turn. So Coach Cower is now arguing with this guy. Well, they're kind of arguing, yes. And now Nate comes back. Okay. And he sees now this Nate, and just sprints home. No, 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 no. <laughs> now Nate is like involved oh no and he's like yeah i'll i'll have you <laughs> i'm like well, wait, whoa guys. so nate so nate's now yelling at the guy yeah now nate they see how and get wait, how, wait, wait, how, how did so nate comes over and sees coach cower and this crazy guy well, yeah, and I, and I into it no well not except I, I said nate i said he when he came back i said man you missed it hmm. you know and then and then that's when the guy came back oh okay and then so now nate was on the other side of coach coaches in between us I'm watching my football game. I got the giant analytic guy next to me. And uh, so I'm talking to the giant analytic guy. You see what's going on here? I may, I may have to get up and smash this guy. Wow. <laughs> really, that's how close it was it was getting. Wow. So, um, And you don't think Coach Cower could have done that on his own? Like, I'm not having Coach as a Hall of Famer. And, you know, he's not. I'm well, believing, you're still, I mean, you're you. Yeah, but if I did it, you know, nobody would have cared. If he that's did it, not it would have been like all over the place. So, um, and I thought Nate was going to do it. I'm like, CBS News, CBS News. <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah, yelling yeah. at him. So, um, so Nate gets into defense mode too. Oh now. yeah, he oh he's one hundred percent into it. You know, and this look, we are gonna, we are not gonna let anybody go after Coach Cower. Come yeah, on. yeah, are you out of your mind? That's, yeah, it's like and now, by the way, all the these other Raven fans who would have a disgust with Coach Cower because of the Steelers couldn't have been any nicer. Yeah, it's just this. I mean, everybody's not everybody's great. It's just this one guy, and he was drunk. I, I think he was or is on I, I don't know I can't I can't and he's saying that the Chiefs won because the NFL's rigged and yeah, he's yelling whole, at you yeah, guys and about all that it. kind of crap okay. so the giant analytic guy gets up and goes I got this I'm like what so he gets up and he stands in between Coach Cower and the and this lunatic and he just standing there with his arms folded not getting physical or anything just trying to explain the guy. Guy, they're just sitting here. They just they just got done working. You know, he's trying to explain this guy. You, you got to stop. And what type of guy is the giant analytic guy? I think analytic guy. I think dweeb. Is this no, guy like a no, big no, guy? No, he's, yeah, he's probably about 6'2", I think. Okay, all right. And maybe he'll call in. Maybe he'll hear the story. Maybe he was hoping I was going to talk. I don't know. I have no idea. You don't remember his name? Oh, no, I don't really. We didn't. Ex- okay. Well, a- AG. Analytic guy. Analytic guy. He's an agent, yeah. Oh, AG. So, oh. Um, I thought you said, hey, G, analytic guy's on the phone. That's what I thought you were trying to do. <laughs> no. So they, the analytic guy, I am so rooting for the Giants now. Yeah, this was the best play a Giants made all year. <laughs> if you think about this it. This guy, he was great. He and, he and he did not get physical. He was just trying to talk the guy off the ledge. 
and stood there with his arms, you know, folded and said, look, they're not doing anything. They're being, just leave them alone. Just, you know, I, there's no reason to be like this. And he's trying to talk to the guy. And I'm and I'm trying not to watch this. I'm trying not to pay attention. Nate's ready to come out of his suit and ready to rip this guy's <laughs> wow, face off. good for Nate. Yes. See, well, I would have thought that he would have, because of the CBS News thing, would have been like, listen, these guys can handle themselves. I don't need. I got. I got a lot going for me right now in the early portion of my career. I'll see you guys later. I no, will walk home no. with Eddie Scazzeri before I get involved in this situation. He was right in the middle of. So all good of for him. It. I love that. Right in the middle of all of it, and then of course David Burson comes over. Oh, he's there now. Yeah, because he's on the train. Come out, all everybody. Oh my goodness! You no, know, Iron Eagle was on the train. The Forty <laughs> Brothers were on the train. Me and Nate were on the train. This is a Coach better Cowell SNL skit the than the one that I they mean, did. We had, we all, all of us are coming back from the game, back to Jersey and New York City, and it was just, it was nuts. I'm like, man, I can't believe that this is going on. And then another Ravens fan started yelling at this guy. Okay, and then the cops came in. Oh Jesus! Now we got the police involved. And then the police are involved, and and uh, I mean, this all started like I don't know why, but it just just started, and, and like I just wanted to make sure that I had a witness that if I did get up, yeah, that he would at least back my story. Sure, but, the, but he got up. Well, here's the thing: there was probably fifty people at least filming this. Yes, we all that would have seen it. Yes, I didn't see it on Twitter. I thought I'd see somebody post it on Twitter or something, but well. Maybe. I mean, it could be out there somewhere. Who knows? Oh, they could have spelled oh, names wrong or right. whatever. Right, and then our PR guru comes over, Jen. Sabatel? Yeah. And she's like, what happened? Trying to get the whole entire story. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Are you going to put out a press release? <laughs> and not include and me? include my name in it. Okay, I get it. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes. Uh, but every, all's good now. And now, so the, the giant analytic guy diffused the situation. Did a great job, by the way. And very, then, very, very calm, very cool. And lunatic ass face guy, he then goes I back. The, I think the cops took him away. Oh, the cops away. ended up okay. I don't know if they, I think they took him away, not to take him away to jail, but just to move him. Okay. And I don't know, I have no idea if he was on our train or not. I have no idea. Now, did somebody... I wonder if they, the and cops the way, ended Amtrak, up seeing this. or Amtrak ran out of alcohol. I mean, come on, man. You can't you can't run out of alcohol. Well, that's strategic. You know that. What do you mean strategic? They don't want any problems. So you got all the drunk people already from the no, game. But no, everybody, well we, were, well, we were in first class, so it was very nice. And everybody was great. Mm-hmm. There was no problems. So I think that they, they'll take that loss on the alcohol not to have the craziness on the trains and the damage and all the drunk people getting drunker. Because that's yeah, but what they, they're but probably they had thinking. the cafe car where they had alcohol. Oh, okay. All right. But, but you had to buy that. So this did not happen in the train. This happened in the station waiting for the train. All of this nonsense. Yes. Okay. Sitting in the, the Baltimore train station, yes. Jesus. And did someone call the cops over? Was it such a big commotion? Somebody, that somebody, somebody, may, somebody may have called the cops over. I, I, I didn't yeah. see that part of it. All I know is, uh, all I know is that... Just what? What are we doing? Why are we? Why is this Nimrod coming over to us and screaming about it being rigged and they wanted Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl and all this other? I'm like, you know what? I wish you could have stood down on the sideline and saw both teams go after each other. Yeah, you can't even engage. This is where Coach Coward needs to understand. You can't even engage in someone that crazy. You can't do it. But to, but to his credit, I mean, he was. I, I think he was just trying to be Coach Coward. You know, you coach. He's yeah. just trying to be Coach Coward, trying to be a nice guy to everybody, signs all autographs, takes pictures. He's he's a legend. 
Did part of you want to knock this guy out? Yes, 100%. I mean, even and would have dealt with whatever it was in the aftermath afterwards, but you just would have been like, man, that felt good. Yeah, like, I just got I got to knock this guy out. So the thing is, is that I had I had my witness witnesses, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I could have gotten up and just waylaid this guy, and it probably would have cost me a hundred grand, right? Yeah. Don't you think? Maybe hundred grand, and then whatever else. And I think most people would have understood that I was I did the right thing. Yeah, I think that in the court of public opinion, people would have loved it. I think you would have become even a larger legend in the eyes of the NFL fan for knocking that guy out, protecting your buddy. Without a doubt. I don't, I mean, there'll be some people like, oh, you can't do that violence. No, but most people, 99% of the people would be like, that is awesome. You know what? It's kind of interesting. So free speech, all about free speech. Mm-hmm. But not when it's being screamed in your face and some guys completely. Yeah, aggressively. Aggressively. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how the analytic guy did it, but, you know, maybe he's just a special analytic kind of guy. Like, you know, they can remove themselves from. From the emotion of the moment. Right, but also you guys, I mean, you were there for hours and hours. You're working, the whole thing. It's like you're not in the greatest mood to be dealing with something like this either. You're I'm exhausted. trying to watch the Lions right. and the 49ers, for God's sake. Let's go to Chris, who is in Bayville. Good morning, Chris. I, I'm just wondering, Boomer, why are you coaching Nate in general population train? Don't you have a driver? You mean Gen Pop? Yeah, well, you know... Um, yeah, but coming back here, we wouldn't want to sit in traffic. You know, we had a driver to the train station, and we could have, I think, Phil drove home. But, you know, the train is the best way to do it. And, by the way, the SL is usually a great ride. It's no problems. And so I understand what you're saying, Chris, but I, I think that was just the fastest way home. That's why we did that. How long is the train ride? Two and a half, two hours and 15 minutes. Okay. That's not so bad. From Baltimore, it's great. You, yeah, you make a so stop bad. in Wilmington, Delaware. You stop in... Uh, you stop in Philly, and then you stop in Newark, and then you then you're in Penn Station. Man, if Phil were there, do you think Phil would have gotten involved? You think he would have gotten involved like Nate? Do you, you know, want Nate, me to Nate kick your ass? ass? I'll do it. I'll do it. People ask me, will I stick my foot in this guy's ass? <laughs> yes, yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, I hey guy, do you, you want a knuckle sandwich? You got to remember. Do you want a knuckle sandwich? Nate is younger than us, right? Yeah, I mean. He was getting a little intense. He was? Oh, yeah. I saw a side of Nate that I had not seen before. That is great. You know, I felt like Nate was the wide receiver, and he was the DB, and there were the Chiefs and the Ravens, and those guys were screaming and yelling at each other before the game even started. Man. That's what it was like. I give Nate a lot of credit because, seriously, he could have just bailed on that situation. His career is at its zenith right now. If he would have thrown a punch or something like that, it would have been horrible. Right? Yeah, that's why I kept saying, CBS do, CBS do, no, man, I mean, oh man! But you know what? Good for him because he didn't. He he stood up for his buddies over everything. Yeah, of course, which is the greatest well, thing. Which is what you have to do. I know, but not everybody is like that. Like you know if we were out, like like say, of course, all if some of us guy was do. harassing me. Do you think Al would want to fight the guy? Mm, that is tough. That is tough. I, I don't, don't care. <laughs> I don't know. It depends who the guy is. I think I would have. Uh, played tough guy a little bit knowing you guys would if there was a brouhaha you all be involved with me and does he have that weapon with him or yeah. not mm. you know, you know what been unbelievable me and nate rolling around on the floor at the baltimore train station in our white turtlenecks <laughs> <laughs> on twitter on twitter that would have been unbelievable <laughs> oh, oh it would have been incredible well uh it didn't happen and that's a good thing <laughs> it's a good thing <laughs> 
Although we would have thought this was an all-time moment, I'm really happy for you that it did not happen that way. Oh, I could just go. Oh. <laughs> would have been an epic way to end careers. <laughs> would have been an epic way to end championship Sunday. Oh, yeah. Coach Coward stomping on the go. Take that, huh? <laughs> Read this, bitch. <laughs> Read this. <laughs> no, you must win. The unbelievable. <laughs> You know, one of his ex-players were there, like Troy Palomalo. Oh, my God. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Lloyd. <laughs> Joey Porter. Oh, my Lord. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Jerry Recco back with all the championship Sunday stuff. What's up, Jerry? Uh, we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Boy, the Lions looked good for a half yesterday. They were beating the 49ers 24-7. to And then you look up, and all of a sudden, they weren't. San Francisco has never led. Here is Jake Moody with a 33-yard field goal try. Good snap. Ball put down. Kick is up and good. Right down the middle of the Niners have come back with 20 unanswered points to not only tie the game, but to take a lead right there for the first time tonight. And they would score oh! another. 
touchdown to make it 27 straight on their way to a 34-31 win over the Lions in the NFC title game. That, of course, Kevin Harlan, Westwood won here on the fan. The Niners advanced, the Lions heading home. Brock Purdy, 267, a touchdown and a pick. Brandon Ayuka, six-yard touchdown catch after that 51-yard reception off the deflection. Here was Kyle Shanahan down 24-7 at the half and not looking very good, and then all of a sudden looking like a changed team after the break. Um, I thought we switched up things um, with some pressure, some man coverage, and um, the guys didn't want today to be the last day, and we put ourselves in a hole, but they played like it in the second half, and we were able to get the ball to bounce the right way. And yeah, for sure, and here was Purdy on that IU catch, knowing it was a huge play in the game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, to have an explosive play like that um, was huge in that moment. We needed it to get down the field pretty quick, and you know, we were still down, I think, two touchdowns, so um, in that moment, it was it was like, all right, here's a shot. Here's an opportunity for B.A. Yeah, it was 24-10. About time Brock and... Purdy was 13 of 16, 174 yards and 49 rush yards in the second half clutch. of this game. Very clutch. Yeah, yeah very that's two so. games in a row, yep. by the way. That is very clutch in the, in the second half, of, especially in the fourth quarter last week against, against the Packers. Green Bay, yeah. yeah. Here was Debo Samuel. Nice to get to the Super Bowl, but we aren't done. I don't only just want to reach it. I want to win it. Um, and that's the goal, and you know that's what we've been set out to do uh, since the beginning of the year. Now, I imagine if you're in Detroit, the conversation is going to surround uh, Dan Campbell and the choice to go for the couple of fourth down plays. Here was Campbell. It's easy hindsight, and I get it. You know, um, I get that, but I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because you know they didn't. We didn't come through. No, and they have all season long, but not in this case. Here's Jared Goff. Obviously disappointed. They didn't get the win. Um, Goff in the loss, two seventy three and a touchdown. Um, hard to get back to this spot, as he points out, and something he's trying to stress to everybody on the team. I think running through my head this whole postseason and certainly this week was, you know, how rare these opportunities are. Um, I've been so fortunate to have two of them, but um, a lot of guys go along, you know, long careers without without being in these spots. So yeah, meaning the uh, title yeah, game was funny. It's like JJ Watt had never made it to an AFC or NFC title game. Yeah, I mean, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, so great. And he was telling me yesterday, he goes, "Yeah, I I never made it this far." Yeah, great player. Hall yeah. of Famer. Yep. But didn't experience the sweet nectar of winning. <laughs> oh, weird way to put it, but yes. <laughs> Not everybody is owed a championship. Yeah. I don't or know the me. sweet nectar of winning. The sweet nectar <laughs> as G <says>. of victory. <laughs> Which I've never tasted as well as a fan. Not even close. Well, close, but not that close. You were close. Championship game disaster is like yes. the Lions just experienced. <laughs> Sorry. As Coach Cowher was saying, he goes, you know, when you lose this game. At home, no less. Yeah, and he and he had. He had less. Of the the uh, Lions did not. He yeah. lost four at home. Which was amazing. Yeah. And he goes, it is just bone crushing because you have the entire two weeks to be thinking about it until the Super Bowl gets there. And, you know, the, the good thing back then was you were the team or the coaching staff that would go coach in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. In Hawaii. Get your mind off it. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of a good way of kind of getting off that loss. But, man, it's it's just, especially for, like, the home team, the Ravens, yesterday. So we were in Arrowhead when um, when Joe Burrow did it. And it's a, it's just a weird feeling for the, the visiting team to win and and how it the fans just file out and leave and there's just no euphoria other than the fans that remain behind that are part of that team. 
Yeah, and the Ravens obviously did lose the championship game at home, and that's what Bill Cowher was talking about on CBS, where it's just it's a rough one. It's a crush. crush it's a rough one. one. He yeah. went and got in the Super Bowl after that, and he had to go on the road, which was ironic, every single playoff game. Yeah, there's something to be said about playing on the road because you don't have the distractions of the ticket request and all the stuff, you know, mm-hmm. family and friends around you and everything else. You know, when you're on the road, man, it's just you and your team. And Taylor Swift. And that's where the Chiefs were yesterday, winning in Baltimore. Jackson, looking. Jackson, middle. End zone. Intercepted. And it's Bush. And that was Ian Eagle with the call. <laughs> 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 well, it was Bush. Uh, Westwood on the fan. And that he was, was only on the field because the guy that uh, Edwards was hurt. Yes. And, and this is a backup mechanism play. Oof. Bush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can only imagine how many Bush references that he has at his fingertips. <laughs> oh, man. 17-10 was the final. Patrick Mahomes. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Uh, 30. I love Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Bush. <laughs> do you think he still has the big Bush? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I do not know. Um, here's Andy Reid. You got a Bush on his face with that mustache. Live with Bush. <laughs> uh, how about the defense? Our defense was outstanding. Uh, we were able to get a lead, and we were able to maintain that lead. Yeah, because they uh, second half it was punt, 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 punt. They did not score in the second half. But how could you it? not like Bush? I'll tell you. Okay. It's amazing that the Ravens had three turnovers, none for the Chiefs, and the Chiefs still only won by seven points. That's how good the Ravens truly are. They are a great football team. They just... With nothing to show for it. Celebrated by pounding Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me. I ain't do it. That was all Eddie. Bushy McBush. (laughs) Like children. Uh, here was Chris Jones trying to appreciate this. You got to um, take a second and look back at um, everything you had to go through. I never think it's about the destination, but the journey to get to the destination. And you look at the journey we had to take, it's a, it's a huge appreciation for that. That's right. Remember the journey. Uh, John Harbaugh's journey ended in bitter disappointment. No sweet nectar. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, should be positive though still there's so many stories on this team so many individual stories the message is to you know is, is you know eyes straight ahead you know your chin up your chest out and uh and understand what you what you did accomplish and uh i'm proud of them <laughs> and show us your bush <laughs> here's lamar jackson uh talking about uh the defense that they faced sometimes you know they have lanes we got uh, intermediate routes and they jump in can't just throw the ball and get it, try to make them took the passes so i'm trying to make something happen but they did a great job yeah that interception a killer and the zay flowers fumble at the one yard line a killer too so kansas city on their way to the super bowl for the fourth time in five years i think you guys referenced uh, jim harbaugh and did speak to cbs uh, as well yesterday uh, they were talking to him about you know obviously being in uh, la now with the chargers here was one from harbaugh talking about meeting justin herbert i met him and Der- Derwin James, I mean, pros, pros, these guys, Keenan Allen. But uh, I was a little starstruck. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Justin. Starstruck by meeting Justin Herbert, I suppose. Um, here was one about getting back into the game. It was tough. Uh, I was torn. My wife 
kids. Uh, I love Michigan, but I love the NFL too. And uh, there's no Lombardi Trophy in, in college football. And yeah, I got so many sands left in the hourglass, and I want I want to take a crack at that. And there's there's uh, nowhere better to do it than with the Los Angeles Chargers. And that's where he is now. Yeah, so many grains of sand. What's interesting is that. Uh, it would have been an unbelievable year for the Harbaugh family had John gone on to win the Super Bowl with Jim winning the college football championship. Mm-hmm. You didn't have everything. I That's mean, right. he did win the Super Bowl against his brother. That's already. true. You know? Yeah, and by the and way, how much they, more they crap do, do they need these Harbaugh's? They do play each other. <laughs> Jeez, <man. laughs> they, they, do have play, enough. they do play each other. Next yeah, year. next year. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's going to lose. <laughs> I think that'll be the Thursday night opener. Uh, if the Ravens had won the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, but it's always the team that won the Super Maybe Bowl. Maybe Sunday night football then, yes. We shall see. Um, Ken Dorsey, the new offensive coordinator of the Browns, as the Bills removed the interim tag from Joe Brady to remain the OC in Buffalo. Uh, a couple of other things here of note. You got the Knicks in Charlotte tonight to play the Hornets. Um, Julius Randle obviously won't play as this happened over the weekend. Hornet pushing pace. Here's Randle. All the way to the goal. Blocking foul on Hawkes. As Randall is shaken up. We don't want to see that. It turned out to be a dislocated shoulder. Hello. Hello. Yeah, turned out to be a dislocated (laughs) shoulder. That's amazing how I don't realize. Um, So we don't know the severity of it and how much time he will miss. I've seen everything from three weeks to the season. Who knows? Um, But all we know right now is he will not play tonight. Um, The Nets host the Jazz this evening. Ben Simmons expected back. Woohoo. And a couple of things from the weekend. You had Luka Doncic on Friday night scored 73 points in a win over Atlanta. The same night you had uh, Devin Booker go for 60-something and a loss to the Pacers. Booker then scored 46 yesterday when I think the Suns lost to the Magic. So he's put up over 100 points the last two games. Philip Heedle out the rest of the season for the Rangers with an upper body injury. You had that whole scene I guess it was Friday where he was uh, on yeah, he the ice. He came back from Chechia and he was working there and trying to get his head right and everything else. And then all of a sudden, pregame skate, he fell on the ice and they had to help him off the ice. And now they're going to put him on LTIR. And you can only hope that his his you know career is not over. And we have reached for most teams. There's a couple of games left, but the All-Star uh, weekend is upon us for the NHL. UConn beat Xavier 99-56, and Rutgers lost at home to number 2, Purdue 68-60. All right, thank you, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. We're going to have to attack the bush. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.
Over in Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. So yesterday morning, I was doing your classic scroll through social media because I'm bored. And all of a sudden, what pops up is Kadarius Tony is going live on Instagram. So I go, oh, this is going to be something if Kadarius Tony's going live on Instagram. So I immediately do that screen capture video thing where you can record what's going on on your phone. So thinking he's going to say something, right? Okay. And he did. <laughs> and I captured it. He is not a happy, uh, happy camper. And I ended up putting it out there. and It ended up going a lot of places. Um, but it was unbelievable as there's a black screen and he's just going off. I can't even say the things he was saying uh, because or we can't play it because it was a curse after curse after curse. But essentially he was like, I'm not hurt um, and you can bleep my bleep and also said that it's either a hip or a foot or an ankle or whatever. I should be in a body cast right now and essentially saying that the Chiefs were making up injuries to keep him off the field. Now, his designation was hip slash personal. Him and his girlfriend welcomed a daughter into the world over the weekend. And it sounded like to me from this Kadarius Tony Instagram live that that wasn't the reason he wasn't playing. The fact that the daughter was born. It was the fact that the Chiefs were keeping him off the field with these fake injuries because he's a detriment and not a positive to the football team. Yeah, I think we all understand why he's not on the field. Yeah. I think we get that. Why don't uh, cut his ass then? Maybe they will. Well, they might now. Well, yeah, I mean, this may be the impetus to do that. I mean, there's also a sense that, you know, sometimes they maybe really like the guy and he doesn't understand, like, why they're trying to protect him. And he's lashing out now. And you get to a point where you're like, okay, we've tried to help you. You don't want to be helped. And you're not helping yourself. And we got to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And even though he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl last year when they won, uh, this year he has been a problem. Too many drops. Obviously, that lining up offsides was a big deal. And Patrick Holmes was blaming the refs more than he was blaming Kadarius Tony. But maybe after he saw it, he was thinking, wow, this guy's an idiot. How did he do this and cost us a game? So... And plus, he's he's always hurt. Like, th- when he was with the Giants, hamstring this, whatever it was, and then he wasn't doing his rehab, and he wasn't in the training room and doing the, the stuff they need to do, get back on the field, and the Giants got rid of him. Don't you feel like, you know, when he showed up without his shoes that first practice that, you know, something was wrong? Yeah. Might have been an issue. Yes, that was a... That, they, that was kind of like a... Uh, what is that word I'm looking for? Premonit... No. What is that? Foreshadowing of what was to come. Yes. That's what, what was going on with Kadarius Tony. But yes, it's funny. So I, I end up putting the, the video out there and like it was getting some attention. But then one of those football aggregator accounts took it, that ML football, and took the video that I took and put it out there and then you know credited my thing. And then it was just like the phone was just... Well, at least he credited you, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. But it's not I like it was... was- that 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 was really nice for him to do that. That was nice, yes. yes. I mean, it's not like I mean he put it out there on Instagram live. I just don't know how many people were recording it. Like I was recording it. Yes. But I I had But just, you have this weird fascination with young Joker. I don't know why I don't it's know. Not a weird it's, fascination. It's just that he from was the moment he was drafted by the Giants, you were all over him. And I don't like I, why? Because he was just a character. And he had his music career, and he was also, remember that there was a stretch there where he was like 
he looked like he was going to be the next Odell Beckham Jr. with the way he was playing, how talented he was. And then all of a sudden, things went south. But I've always wanted to see what was on Young Joker's mind. And, you know, he had his great album that he put out. Um, I know you sent it to me yesterday. And, you know, I, I didn't know what you wanted me to do with it. I didn't know if you wanted me to go to, like, to Drew and say, hey, Drew, can we fit this into format? I never said that. No, I was, no, you didn't say anything. I was just wondering why you said it to me. Well, because me and you have a long Young Joker history. I mean, you have the Young Joker history. Uh, I, but we did it together. We were sitting here talking about Young Joker for a long time. So I figured because you're wrapped up and busy that you would appreciate the Young Joker story. I saw the Young Joker story. But I didn't know if you wanted me to go see no. if we could get a format and get it in the show. No. All right. I would have said that. I just. And by the way, you, I, you're the one mm. that is obsessed with Young Joker. I am not. Oh, time out. You're telling me it wasn't a story? No, we had a conversation many times about Young Joker when he was here. But this was a story yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Yeah, so I was just sending it to you because I was like, hey, I happen to catch us on Instagram's young jokey was a but giant. I, my thought was like, hey, you're on something. You're on to something. And, you know, maybe the guys at the NFL today don't know about it. And since the Chiefs are playing and he's creating this firestorm on social media, maybe you guys would want to format it in the show. I never said anything like that at all. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to do that. All right, all right. I wasn't I, trying I to infiltrate you your show. No. I just I just thought you'd appreciate it. I'm not saying you, you were saying that. I didn't ever say that. I just said when I got it, my initial reaction was, I'm wondering if he wants me to put this in the show. No. No, 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 no. I'll read, I'll read the, the exact text. I said, I just happened to be on Instagram when Joka started this IG Live, Joka. Yeah. I posted on X. Nobody cares about him, but it's interesting. He says he's not hurt and implies the Chiefs have been lying about his injury status. That's all. Yeah, I didn't say, hey, tell Drew Kaliski that young Joker's on Instagram live. I just thought you'd be listening no, to this laughing. And I was thinking like, okay, so he knows we got, you know, Kansas City and Baltimore, and this could be a story. I mean, the fact that he essentially was telling the Chiefs to bleep is bleep. Yeah, I, I mean, think, is, uh, I would, <laughs> that's a classic young Joker spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I just, I just thought, I thought you'd be into it. That's all. No, I think it's, it's time to, uh, to let young Joker roam free <laughs> on the open plains and let him try to find another football team. So I was thinking about it. So if he, so he's claiming that the Chiefs are lying about his injuries. So he's saying he's healthy. He puts that out there. He also put like an Instagram story out there too, saying that he wasn't hurt. So now, I mean, the Chiefs have no choice but to release the guy. They can't keep him around or bring him to Vegas, can they? Exactly. I mean, unless Andy Reid all of a sudden like is like, you know what? We got young Joker with a chip on his shoulder. Let's get him involved in the game plan yeah, for Super Bowl I, uh, 58. I don't think Vegas and young Joker right now would be a good mix. <laughs> and I would think that, uh, you know, thank you for your services. Thank you for everything you've done for yeah. us. We wish you the very best, and hopefully you can catch on with somebody else for next year. See ya. Well, well we and do don't have let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. We we do we do have a uh, an open spot on either Tuesday or Wednesday if the weather changes. The golf, it's me, you, Jerry, and then we have nobody to fill out the foursome. Maybe if Joke is out there, nothing to do. He could be a part of that. When you want to do that, hear all the stories about the Giants and the Chiefs, and really get to know him. Uh, from his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Because no. he's clearly misunderstood. Yeah. I'm sure he is. And say, again, you're fascinated with him. I'm not. You want to play golf with him? I'm not. 
Could you imagine when Gio was just happened to be like scrolling Instagram and then that popped up? Ah, was, ah, <laughs> ah! That's exactly because uh, I knew it. I knew he wasn't going to go on there and be like, "Hey, everybody, it's me, Kadarius Tony." Just for a quick little giveaway to all the Chiefs fans out there. So I'm just a little heads up. You know, there's no way it was going to be that. Right, here's, be, here's my new child. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was definitely going to be something controversial because that's what he does. That's Joker. Joker at his core. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 